Guess who's here without a beard? Rafi. I thought I was your beard. It's your girl in a new parish, y'all. And, and this, this is Wait, Wait Don't, don't do, do It. Na, 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 na. Sing along. Pass. Hard pass. Hard pass. Hard pass. We got to leave. We got to leave that um, theme song remix for the later season. All right. And you know what we need to leave behind? Fat phobia. <laughs> you calling me Today, fat? Today, we are talking about the scandalous, the scrumptious, the vivacious Miss Adele herself, honey. Okay? Yes, ma'am. She said hello to a new body. And I think it's great. And I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm so proud of her for like, you know, maybe... Like, maybe watching what she's eating, taking healthier steps, exercising. However, I always loved Adele. She always had cheekbones right here. And I've noticed that people are now finally commenting on her body in a positive way. When she was always a beautiful woman. And what does that mean? What does that mean? Right. Um, I just think that we have been Adele fans. Well, some of us have been Adele fans for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I was introduced to her on Chasing Pavements on VH1. You got a new artist. Okay. Yes, that video. Um, not, the video is best. I was so amazed. I still love it. I mm-hmm. loved her artistry and I was. Stay present. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Think pics can wait. Think pics can wait. What do you do? What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Since 2008, we were like in high school. I, was, I remember being a sophomore. Rafi was in seventh grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was held back a lot. But <laughs> by you, by you, <laughs> by you, in her seventh tour, this is what she looks like. <laughs> <laughs> She's committed as she should be committed. <laughs> but um, we have been on this journey. We understand Adele's story. We understand the not feeling good enough for her mm. songs. We understand the longing, the wanting for just security. And that is what her music brings in 19 and 21 and 25 and them. And what's the next one? 36? I don't want to do the math. But what we're going to be talking about today is basically not just about the Adele, but what we've noticed in society the response to weight loss and all celebrities and again, bodies and, and personal stories because like I said she has gained weight lost weight and always found a way so again weight loss is very easy when you kind of take control of your life but again people always think about the problem and never the issue they and that's the truth the truth of the weight truth loss. see so we are people that have identified as curvy girls in our past I know you can't tell it now with all this body honey ooh thanks coronavirus <laughs> give me body by corona it's body by the rona just kidding um but Growing up, you know, especially in our high school ages, you know, we felt held back. We felt not seen coming soon. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, we just, we just felt we felt. I, I mean, invisibility is what we the term you see a lot, right? We see you don't feel comfortable in your body, and then you think, okay, losing weight is is the option. Now you were three hundred pounds at one point. Ding. <laughs> I was very close to that. I was like 290, 280 around there. And back in the day, I felt invisible. No, I had to turn to writing on my stories and like creating characters that were my friends to really feel seen and validated. And I think I'm and again, I want to say I would never change anything about my experiences because I totally feel that when you are overweight and my big girls at home and you too can can relate to this 
people don't see you when the, when you walk into the room yet. You have to almost prove yourself that you're worth being in a space when you're overweight. Um, if not, you're just going to be disrespectful. How did you cope? Because I remember coping with, it's no surprise, gorgeous outfits. I always was trying to be, you know, a look queen, a fashion girl. Um, I knew I wasn't the skinniest person in the room, but I knew I would have the most interesting look. And that's how I kind of got through it because I remember just... Almost being obsessive, you know, before going to parties, you'd be like, what am I going to wear? I look fat in this. What am I going to wear? I look fat in this. Like, how do I look the skinniest? Mm -hmm. How do I wear a vest that is going to, like, suffocate me the whole time? (laughs) Going clothes shopping when I was overweight was very hard. was very hard. Because nothing ever looked looked on me like I wanted it to. And it didn't even have to look like it did on the mannequin. But it just never felt like you were never the mannequin. I know, I know, I know, but I'm saying, I, but I would also see like, I guess you knew how to dress your body. I never knew that. So I, proportionizing. So I never knew how to like see what I wanted. I didn't start enjoying uh, clothes shopping and I still kind of need to start going in person to go uh, shop for clothes because I noticed I still oversized oversized myself. Um, I still noticed that there's times I have to, I, when I online shop, I oversize myself. And it's that body dysmorphia. So when you... No, but you're no, you're right. I think that clothes shopping for us has been the worst. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, because you always want to like feel the fantasy. Especially when you are a girl that has like so many editions of Vogue right mm-hmm. beside you in this table right yeah. now. Um, I'm not a skinny girl. I'm not a European mm-hmm. body. I'm not tall and slender and I never will be. Um, As a big girl, did you compare yourself to the big girls on American Next Night Model? Like, oh my gosh, she looks so good. Like, she doesn't have to lose weight, but I never... like. I guess I never wanted to be a big girl, so I like... I hurt myself to not <laughs> um, But so, again, society? This is, <laughs> no. No. Uh, obviously, we love a Dakar. We love Monet. We grow up with women and being, and especially in a black culture, you know, having a larger frame woman and a person is, is the norm. And I'm sure it's true in Latino culture as well. And so mm-hmm. we, we keep looking at these standards, which are like, if you're not this, <laughs> if you're not which this, not, that's not realistic, then though. you're not desirable. We want to take a deeper conversation in what we can do to kind of avoid, like, how we can start, like, repairing this vision of weight loss and thinking that uh, complimenting someone about about them, their weight loss, how we can start analyzing why that can be triggering. Because at the end of the day, I've noticed that... Trigger. so I've noticed that when I've lost weight especially in the old work environments I used to be in I noticed that people would compliment me more and people would be like oh my god you look so good now and stuff like that like you're like really skinny you're like really skinny now like what happened and how'd you do it and so all those things when A I wasn't being put on any promotional shoots so reasons why complimenting people on when they lose weight can be triggering is because it feels like a body scan analysis. Like, you're jumping on a scale. But we like compliments. I love getting compliments. But do you like jumping on a scale? I, 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 you know, actually, I went on the scale for like the first time in a, in a long time the other day. And, and know, what it say? And you know what? Oh, you know what kind of way I'm going to do? Well, well, once I take away, you know, all the phone and the wallet and I got, you know, all naked and I tried to uh, take Peter, all the art and air out my body. <laughs> air, because she doesn't. Do um, I got down to a solid 120, so that was amazing. <laughs> Wow! Okay, um, 
that's fascinating. No, but I do agree with you in the body scan. Um, especially since our DNA is so different, we all hold weight different places. Like, no one can ever guess my weight, and people always put me, like, almost literally 20 to 30 pounds under. And it feels really weird when I'm like, this is not the number, and I need to lose. I always think I need to lose, like, 30 pounds. Because you got that stallion booty. <laughs> she knows where to collect it, you know what I'm saying? It's all in the deities. <laughs> I asked him deities. <laughs> What's that? I mean, <laughs> she's you're tall too. That's what that's the benefit. We're broad shouldered, more um, right, physiqued women. So I think that that comes in handy in this situation. I can imagine you working in fitness. You know, how do you keep up with appearances while also maintaining a balance of health while also you know trying to teach people and teach them to love to love yourself? Do fitness people love themselves? This is the title. Uh- <laughs> That's a tricky question because a lot of them don't, to be quite real. I think um, I think knowing what I'm seeing is I think everyone just judges it by the look and fitness. And I think people forget that we that. are not a beauty or beauty brand industry. We are a health and wellness industry and the beauty that comes from health and wellness. So you don't support Lululemon. <laughs> who? Ooh. Who? Girl. You know, girl. I want to talk about that for a second. This is my issue. Yeah, you're right. My issue is, you know, you, the girls' brands like Lululemon and them, all the brands that you new want, new lemon, new new lemon. This is a new thing because uh, I can't say the real one. <laughs> <laughs> new new lemon, new new lemon. So new new, new lemon. lemon um, you know, the, these fitness outfits, they ain't never got no size large and shit. You know, they they got no clothes for me if I want to work out. You it's know, an saying? unfair sizing because I even and this is only real for people. Real tea guys. When I was thirteen percent body fat, thirteen fucking percent body fat, that shit d- didn't fit my body the way I. Where were I you when you learned about BMI and how overweight you were? Were you in fitness class like I was? <laughs> and embarrassed. <laughs> I was so triggered that I had to leave the room because I was like, I can't. I can't I've only that. been seen as I, obese or over. Not obese. Over. I didn't feel obese. Is that shade? But I didn't feel obese. You know what I'm saying? Because I still felt because self delusion is confidence, <laughs> ladies. And that's what I'm learning. It's just taking what I loved about what I have loved about. Um, this quarantine is the fact that we don't have to deal with what we have to see in society. So all the times I felt alone or isolated because I look different, bitch, I'm in my apartment all the time now. And I'm really spending the time investing in myself, investing my creativity. Why you shake your head? No, if you don't care with no one, no one. Oh, that's more, about. Of a, that's more of a heat thing. I'm huh? working out and I hate when my, I hate, I hate getting overly sweaty. I've been Honey, I didn't have this hair on for a few months, honey. And I ain't got no problem sweating. We talked about body positivity and wellness, and at that time, just a short year ago, can you believe a year ago? Oh my gosh. So a year ago, I was like so anti-fitness, so anti-gym. A year ago, you were (laughs) (laughs) anti-fitness? Twenty, I guess twenty nineteen was just a couple months yeah. ago. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I got an outpouring support. <laughs> oh, you're keeping it. We already have it, then, girl. You have to repeat it. Thank you, thank you for sharing my story and just relating to not feeling motivated to go to the gym because that is a hard part of life. And sometimes it was like scary for me to think about being a personal trainer, being a Rafi. You don't think that's an excuse? It's hard to access it. Like, I already have my life. I have things going Quarantine. on. Quarantine has made it obvious. It it's not tough. about the gym. It Book is. me. It Book is. me. First of all, I have comparable rates. And, honey, I'm relatable, fun, and it's in the privacy of your this own home. This is a segment so don't about me. Raffi. I, said, I have literally tried. Raffi segment. 
No, I, I, no because I'm, I'm keeping you accountable. I have tried to get this girl to work out with me several times. No, she she's right. And the thing is, I realized that for so many people, <laughs> that for so many people, um, it's hard to get into it and find that niche. Like, I wanted to shout out 305 Fitness because that has been such a place for me to experience fitness mm-hmm. in, a, in a positive way. I like dancing. I like movement. Um, before Rappy was teaching cycle and things that were kind of sedentary, like, I just don't like sitting there looking at someone. Mm-hmm. I don't like going to the gym by myself because I need, like, stimulation. Mm-hmm. I need something to happen. So, mm-hmm. um, it's just about finding that niche. And once you find it, you know, that health journey, it seems so bad. But also, you know, the flu and losing weight was also a great kicker (laughs) (laughs) to it, bitch. (laughs) I just think, like I said, you have to have a plan if you're going to go about this weight loss. And you have to go in knowing that you will get these positive affirmations in the process. However, don't let that motivate you. Because at the end of the day, they will stop when the weight is gone. And you have to make sure you find that validity in yourself. Because it's about perseverance and that ability just to get back up again. Because I cannot tell you how many times... It's been a journey, and it's been a... It's a climb. <laughs> but now, I eat freely, and I kind of eat what I want, knowing that I have the girl, answer. Girl, you had a whole wings right before this show. You can see it, girl. Huh? You had a, you ate all the wings you ate before this camera, all the for this video recording. Why child? are you lying to this child? Kid? You are lying to them. Okay. I'm a vegan, first of all, so let's not pretend. Based ah, on that. Based on, based I'm a on level that. four vegan. <laughs> 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 you talk about you're level four. I'm a level seven. Um, so I fell into some tea, and I'm very interested in finding out because I have not heard this tea. I've just kind of heard speculations, apparently. But he's cheating you. Who? Your man? My who? Man, honey? Huh? Your man? <laughs> Your man? The prince? So let me tell you. Um, some Who's of us man? are. I want to talk about a journey, okay? I want to talk about the climb. I want to talk about the journey. Another journey. journey. Okay, another journey. (laughs) Um, When you go through trauma and heartbreak, you know, you you become a person that sometimes you don't know. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you remember back then being a crazy girl, obsessive girl. And even though... I still am. Right. (laughs) Even though it's been years, like literally four years. Our anniversary is May with four years. Um, sometimes that girl comes back out. <laughs> so I saw on the Shade Room post, <laughs> link here, that the way to put, like, <laughs> the way to get out of some things was to uh, put a contact as settings, and settings would be, like, messaging you. And so on my phone right now, as you can see, is a settings notification for this new update, and it keeps updating, like, every few minutes. And I kept seeing the setting on Prince's phone. And, you know, he plays online. I was gone all weekend. And I was like, so why do I keep seeing settings on his phone? And I was like, so you me? And I was like... <laughs> And I'm like a really crazy girl, so I was like trying to sneak things. I was trying to see if there was anything else he was like signed in on so I could check. I was trying to like figure out, okay, if I wake up at 3 a.m. and check his phone, <laughs> will he fucking know? <laughs> but <laughs> it, you you relate, you relate, okay? If you're not this girl, then you're not in love. If you're okay? at home sleeping, laying in bed, thinking if your man's cheating on you, then you need to. <laughs> Beyonce, is he cheating on me? <laughs> Girl. <laughs> Girl, you saw that sex and just the whole world spiraled, honey. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know. Is it insecure? Is it crazy? Is it obsessive? I am just... 
Would you rather look jealous or crazy? I feel like I would my whole lemonade fantasy. You know what you go. I don't that go in. I don't go into that. I really, honestly, first of all, if I had the relationship, I, mean, I was in the relationship we were in. I would go home and feel trusting that my man was not cheating on me. And I, and did. I think that's, that's why I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that I also have like logic to it. Like the, the same part of me, like okay, that makes no sense. There's this. There's this. That's why I was acting on it. That's why I don't act on. You guys, why did you just ask you, him? Can I, I did this morning. <laughs> You gotta confirm your suspicions, okay, girls? You don't wanna just act on your crazy, because sometimes you can be wrong. And I was wrong. And it's important to admit when you're wrong, okay? <laughs> so you thought he saw that post and was like, oh shit, yeah. I was like, that's a reach. I didn't think he saw the post, I just thought maybe you he did it. You live for drama. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say that your journey is your journey. Um, Don't let anyone steal your journey. Exactly. And if you're like me um, and finding it hard to still work out during quarantine because I miss the gym. Open up the gym. Just kidding. Just fucking kidding. <laughs> do not go to the gym. It's not Florida. Do not go to the gym. Say that shit at home until next year, bitch. And she wouldn't go if, either way. Um, oh, it's funny though. Quit petty story. Uh, my old, my gym sent an email out, like, reminding everyone to submit their employee, like, brother belly for the upcoming reopen schedule. And apparently they still have me in the email list. And I sent back, I was like, uh, please take me off the list. She doesn't work there anymore. Thank you. I'm available <laughs> replied one of these all. days. And, rep- <laughs> and I replied all. And everyone was like, oh my God, you're so petty. And I was like, yeah. I'm so petty. You're just like Hall. for drama. <laughs> Well, where can they find us, Nunu? They can find me at the gym. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. They can find me working out at home. They can find us practicing um, healthy eating habits. Um, it's hard during this quarantine to um, not want to go snack, and it, we just want you to be nice to yourself, okay, number one. D- baby, just tell us where they can find us. Okay. No, TikTok. be nice TikTok. to yourself. TikTok. Um, love yourself. Um, you're going to be fine, honey, okay? I'm fine. He's and you are going to be <laughs> fine, okay? So you can find us at, wait, don't do it, on Instagram. And I am Rafiko Nika on Instagram, TikTok, all the above, honey. And it's your girl, Nunu Paris, y'all, at Instagram, at, <laughs> at MySpace and Bebo and Black Planet, okay? All right, y'all. So I'll see you later. And stay thick. Stay healthy, beautiful, and I'll cut away right now. Ah! Okay.